Hello and welcome to the Sweet Spot Parenting Podcast. I'm Natasha Jamison, parenting, relationship and life coach. I'm a qualified child psychologist, child neuroscience nerd and certified neurolinguistic programming practitioner. I work with parents to explore and navigate all things parenting from mindset, baby and toddler sleep, behaviour, development and so much more. Come and join me to discover that elusive sweet spot in your parenting. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Sweet Spot Parenting Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me again today. This podcast is going to be all about managing our emotions, our frustration and remaining calm when we're about to tip over the edge with our children. These days we are spending so much more time at home with our kids due to isolation, lockdown, schools closing, daycares closing, working from home, you get the point. This has allowed us to spend more time with our children and share so many good times that we would potentially not have done otherwise if we were at work or they were at school. However, it's also allowed us more time to become frustrated, overwhelmed and burnt out. So finding new ways to keep calm and filling our toolbox with strategies that we can grab out when things get tough is absolutely essential. As we know, raising kids is as much about parents as it is about the kids. So in an ideal world, we are parents, we're controlled humans, and we remain calm in the face of adversity, right? Yep, so that's an ideal world. Let's look at the real world. There are numerous factors that impact our state of mind and our ability to remain calm in, calm and in charge. A lack of sleep, stress, work, and all areas of life impact our ability to remain calm and in charge. So let's have a look at tips to manage our emotions. The first two tips are going to be a little bit nerdy from the neuroscience world, and it's all about activating that prefrontal brain, as I'll refer to it. The first tip is to imagine yourself 10 years from now, looking back at this moment. How are you feeling about this moment? What are your memories going to be of this moment? Are you going to remember all the details, the frustration, the rage? There's about a 95% chance that you won't even remember the moment in 10 years time at all. But if you do, it's likely you'll be laughing about it and sometimes wishing, God, I wish we'd have that time back. So if that's the case and you're going to be laughing about it in 10 years, is it really worth stressing out about now? The second tip is to imagine that it could be worse. What would that scenario look like? I know that sounds ridiculous to say it, but think about it. What would make this scenario worse? Picture the emotions, picture the feeling you would have behind that. So the reason I give these two examples is they actually force your brain to come up with alternative scenarios, which by doing this, you're automatically activating that prefrontal brain. This in turn switches off the amygdala, which at that point in time has labeled your child as a threat and it needs to be dealt with and it's going to deal with it in rage and it's just going to control the situation. So by activating that prefrontal brain, this will restore balance and put things into perspective. It's pretty cool, huh? So my other tips are probably nothing new to you, but are a great reminder. First is to remember you are not alone. There are parents all over the globe dealing with what you are dealing with right now, feeling the same as you and having that same overwhelmed brain. You've also got a support network around you, ready to mobilize. So call on them. Another tip is to have a drink, grab a glass of water, a coffee, a tea, a tequila. I'm joking, but why? Drinking forces you to breathe through your nose, which is the exact type of breathing that helps to calm your nervous system so you can think more clearly. Another tip is to talk to yourself. Yes, you heard that right. Talk to yourself. 
There's a ton of research that positive self-talk leads to better performance. Therefore, it enhances your performance at that time. So next time you're on the edge, talk to yourself like you would a friend. Show empathy and kindness. Say, this is really hard, but I can do it. I can do this. Stop looking at, stop and look at your kids. You could stop looking at them, that might help. But stop and look at your kids. When you feel yourself winding up, take a big breath and focus. Notice the size and the shape of their ears, the curve of their neck, the color of their eyes, the shape of their eyes, the flow of their hair. Pay attention to every detail, the color, the creases in their skin, their expression, their posture. Being fully present in the moment offers help, often helps, and it makes you start to feel calmer in your own body and experience more compassion towards your child. Compassion doesn't mean that you always say yes, but it helps you validate your child's goals or their feelings, even when you have a set limit or you say no. Finally, and this one's a long-term practice, fill your cup. As parents, we get burnt out. We need to fill our own cups before we can fill our kids' cups. As they say, you can't fill from an empty cup. So go for a walk, have a drink, sit in the sun, read a book, do a workout, have a bath, have a nap, or just sit, be still in the moment. Whatever it is that you need to do to fill your cup, do it. So let's look at all of these as an example. You've been trying to resettle your baby for half an hour. You're on your knees, rocking the bassinet, shushing and patting them, or your toddler's having a meltdown, or they won't listen to you and you're trying to get them in the car and you're running late and you're about to explode. Think about how you're going to calm yourself in that moment. As parents, we generally feel like we have to be there for our kids, even if they're flipping out and we're about to lose our cool. But it's actually damaging if we stay with them when we're at that point of tipping over. It's detrimental to you and it's definitely not helpful for your child. You need to take a minute, implement your chosen strategy, and once you are calm enough, and only once you've calmed down, do you re-enter the room or re-engage with that situation. You should now be able to regulate yourself, which means you are then able to assist your child to regulate themselves and organise their feelings for them, or with them. It's about identifying when you need to step away before you become triggered. That's the sweet spot. So I really hope you'll take these tips home and use them next time you're at Tipping Point. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like, share, subscribe and follow. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore sweet spot parenting underscore. Uh, Send me a DM if you have any questions or you want to work with me. Thank you so much for joining me today and I'll see you on the next podcast.